everybody and thank you for listening to the MGFC podcast. I just wanted to take a few moments just to quickly apologise for the audio you're about to hear. Basically, I had a decent microphone which broke. Now I've got a rubbish microphone. Um, the audio on Phil's side, however, is perfect because he is perfect and he is the best. But just on my side, it's not the greatest, so I can only apologise for that. Um, also as well, when the audio was being processed for the show, for whatever reason, it's out of sync. Um, don't know why that is, so I can only apologise again. But I felt that the episode was a good one to listen to, especially for coaches who are looking to develop. Some good hints and tips there. So please enjoy. Take it easy and stay safe. The MGFC podcast is proud to announce its partnership with Print Save Limited. PrintSave are a specialist company in providing businesses of all sizes cost-saving solutions with regards to printers, photocopiers, managed print services and document management. If you're a grassroots club and you're interested in earning some money on their reward scheme, please take a look at all our socials for more information. Thank you. Can you hear me, Paul? No, I can't. You're too, you're too quiet. Really? Turn your mic up. What's that oh, like? What's that like now? Belting down my ear. What? Down my ear. You said turn it up? Yeah, I was only messing about. You're now listening to the MGFC podcast, available through all major platforms. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and share where you can. If you want to reach out to us we're on twitter and facebook at mgfc podcast any voice memos you want to send in you can email them to manchester grassroots fc at gmail.com thank you for listening welcome to the mgfc podcast you're now listening to Carlos and always oh, the pause, man. You meant to say it's meant to like the blow. king is back. Yes, I am back. Thank you for recognizing. Um, but how have you been, brother? Good, can't complain. Stressed, but yeah, right. good. Hey, man. Um, people, listen, I apologize because hands up, I've been lazy, Phil's been busy, I've been busy. But I'm the one that normally shouts at Phil and carries on with himself to do an episode, and I've not really done any, done anything about it. Only because I've just been I've just been lazy. I've just been com- comfort eating and relaxing and just chilling and enjoying. Oh, life. I did move out. Um, to be fair, it was stressful. Yeah, I finally, and it is I finally moved, he moved, out. He moved. He was being selfish, and he wouldn't take the call. <laughs> so it is actually Phil's wow. fault and not mine. But no, no, to be fair, it's, it's it was me as well, and Phil obviously moved house and stuff. But we're back now, and hopefully we're going to be doing some regular content. Um, maybe not every week, maybe every two weeks, but we've got a few plans in the pipeline, so hopefully you guys take heed and, and you enjoy it. So, Phil, it's been about 20 years. What have you been up to, brother? Just, yeah, the out. move took so much of my time. Um... Yeah. Over the yeah, it's different. It's weird. It's different. Like you say, because it kept getting delayed. 
I remember we were in, like you could, we didn't know if to order furniture, you know, to be delivered mm-hmm. there, but like you say, until you get a date that you're moving in, you can't really do it. And then you are just building furniture. I felt like I, I felt like I worked for IKEA for the last month. <laughs> but yeah, just getting settled, getting the kids settled, getting the dog settled, getting myself and the wife settled, just new environment. It's still a bit you know, off, you know, trying to keep on top of work as well. And uh, yeah, 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 and get back to coaching. Cause like you say, it's just been been a crazy it's year. Right? Yes, yeah, so even since going back at first, it was a bit like, what can you do? What can't? Everyone was trying to understand it. I think now it's a case of we know what we should be doing, we know what not to do. I just have fun with the session. Yeah. Like our training sessions are just games. We do attack v defense, yeah. full pitch. Well, from the halfway line, but on a big men's pitch, and it's pretty much ten v ten. Or 12 yeah, v 8 yeah, yeah. in a way in favor of the attackers. So I have a solid two back lines of four and then a good setup with wings. All right, all right, coach. I'll have to go into yeah, that. Yeah, you have to. Actually. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, it, in the because at first I was doing like a load of mini sessions mm. and I had all the cones and bits and pit. And do you know what? The cleaning and wiping it, it took yeah, the enjoyment yeah. out of it. So then I thought, how can I yeah. make it enjoyable for everybody, including myself? Yeah. It's something yeah. new in it because of obviously what's happening, the precautions that you got to take. It's like you're getting down early and rather than setting up and planning a session that you're going to enjoy and get the guys to enjoy, you're thinking, right, have I cleaned this? Have I done that? Have I set everything up? Can I social distance parents? And all them things are running through your head. And then by the time everyone comes, you're still panicking because you're thinking, right, I can't have all these coming on the pitch at the same time. I've got to do this, that, the other. And there's a lot, there's a lot to take in when you, when you first get back. But, I think because everyone's in the same boat, parents included, it does get easier. It started getting easier after a few weeks anyway, um, especially for me. So it wasn't too bad. But how's the team good, going? Good, good. Anyway? Yeah, we're good. I think at this minute in time, we're third in the league. I'm just going to bring it up in front of me now, actually. I've not checked since the weekend's result. But yeah, yeah, we are. We're third with a game in hand. So we win that. We go second. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. We'll be three points and Sale, we played first game of the season. They beat us in a 4-3 game. It was a great game. Good competitive game. We lost it in the last right. minute. And yeah, so they're the only team above us and we've got to play them at home. So, you know, get revenge at home. We're, we're in a good, good, posi- good. Like, good positive position. The players want to win. They're, they're all yeah. working hard. I've got 19. It's a big squad yeah, that yeah. from where we came from with eight, you know, having to lead players out and, you know, I've got two goalkeepers trying to find a way that works at the minute. They've both had equal playing time, but it's like, yeah, you know, one, one turns up late, but then outperforms the other one at training. I have a no late yeah, rule, yeah. And, but then it's like, well, performances, you want to compete based on. So it, it, it causes a good headache for me. Obviously, you're yeah, still yeah, going to get the parents down your ear all the time, but at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. based on the kids and what the kids are doing. You know, I ca- you can't yeah. play a kid every week if he's not even trying. He's got to yeah, learn yeah, to attempt to get involved and try and push and work harder. It goes to them all. I mean, I've had a left yeah. back come to me, never played football before until last season came down. We, we brought him in. We basically said, come to training, just learn, get used to the lads. I don't think he knew a lot of the kids anyway, because normally they come from like school and they have friends. And uh, I mean, yeah. last week he played a game. I mean, we're going to talk about the game last weekend anyway, but it's not a game he should have been involved in. He's very shy, very timid. 
he got stuck in. He just it blew me away. And I was like, it's a huge step in yeah. his development to the point where he's undroppable for the next game, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, crazy. Yeah, considering where you come from, when you had eight, because um, there's always panic then. Because yeah, it's, got it's eight, more you stressful know, having. It was more stressful having less than it is having more. Because, like you say, you don't yeah, know if yeah. you can rock up with a team. What if someone gets ill the night before and can't? So it's just someone late. Yeah, it's a good headache. Yeah, it, make, it, makes, it makes it harder for us and it makes us have to do our job better. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it does. No, that's true. Right, anyway, let's dive into this, uh, this topic today, which is coaches managing game day. So... The focus for the episode today is going to be on should coaches be shouting constant instructions to players? We're going to talk a bit about the pre and mid game objectives and what does managing a game mean? So, to kick things off, Phil has a story for the listeners. Hey. Phil, no, would you like it's to? Just, it's not really. Sort of gossip. <laughs> no, we had an incident in our last game where. It, it, with, a, with a minute or two minutes to go, I pulled my team off the pitch and basically called the game there, spoke to the referee. You know, we were 5-1 up and yeah. there was a punch thrown by the opposition. Someone was just running and trying to kick players off the ball. And then when we were walking off the pitch, he's still trying to kick people. Just They'd lost their heads there and just yeah. their manager had lost his head, Approached, walked onto the field, approached one of our players face-to-face, like, in his face. And, yeah, it was just unacceptable. And then, obviously, tried then going again, got in my face, just... It was a lot, but the 15 is a lot of... As I said to them all at the end, after we kind of separated them all and pulled all mine and the parents to one side and said, look, there's testosterone in them. The 15, they're going to have these games where it's a good battle, but we're five, we were five one up, played some great football. Very comfortable. We didn't need to get involved mm. in it. Which, to be fair, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. But when someone's being punched and kicked, it's it's too much. And yeah, their manager and I said to the lads at half time, it was going to happen. I could feel it. And I just said, if they start doing it, just mm. do the right thing. Just stand up, walk away. Which we did. We did it really well. But I mean, yeah. you. I think you were coaching the younger ones until what? Maybe halfway through the first half, and you came over. I seen you come over, and I mean, yeah. you you heard. But well, yeah. I said. I obviously do like a set warm up with my lads. Nothing too major on match day. We work hard at training, and uh, yeah, I, I pulled them all in because um, we played at home in the end. We meant to play away. They asked to reverse the fixture, and he brought a referee, which wasn't a referee. It was a parent. It's just very dodgy. Anyway, we uh, they were war- they got on the pitch and they're doing this attacking drill. Bibs are out. Swapping, throwing bibs at each other, changing bibs, and like, whoa, shouldn't be any bibs here. That's the deal, aren't you? No bibs. So I mentioned it to him, he just brushes it off to me. I was like, you know what? He's just one of them people. You're not, you could just tell the way (laughs) I I knew the night before in the text messages that this person (laughs) does his his way and he doesn't care. So I just, like, you know, you can deal with this after. There's no point getting himself off and puff at the start. So I just said to our lads, just watch this, watch what they're doing. Because we know what, how we're going to play. We know what we're going to do. Just mm. watch. Their manager was bawling in the, in the warm-up. Why are you not here? Why are you yeah. not there? Why are you not doing this? Effing this. Effing that. And uh, I said to the lads, yeah. I was like, what's going wrong? And they said, no one's listening. So why aren't they listening? 
because all he's doing is shouting. I said, and he's going to do that for the next 80 minutes. So don't listen because yeah. you know he's going to do it and he'll probably aim it at you at times. So if you know he's doing it now, yeah. let's not get involved. Let's just, and like you say, I think 30 minutes in, 25, 30 minutes in, it was still no, no. We just couldn't score. We had all the ball yeah. and couldn't score. And then once one went in, obviously the floodgates opened then. Um, it just, yeah, yeah. it just, to be- you can know when, it, obviously this team are now bottom of our league. They haven't got a result yet. They're still on zero yeah. points looking at it. Uh, I'm not going to name names. Right. But you know, like, for instance, you know as a player yourself when you were at that point, if you were just getting beat every week, frustration. And I could just see it yeah. happening. It was just coming. And with no official referee, one of their parents yeah. referee, who, to be fair, did a better job than most referees have had this season. Yeah, it was actually, yeah, from a what really see, good job. He did a good he did it. I mean, this, this team had three kids in different square. kits. All multicolored. Had someone with a bib on. Yeah, I didn't know that. Because can you? You can't because one of them had. Uh, one, yeah, an and then bib. I made him change it to green. Thought, one didn't have a bib. He had a black t-shirt on. The referee's wearing black. I was like, because I thought, oh, I thought so confusing. And then one of them had a city top on. Yeah. One of some just it was all over the place. It was a sh- to be fair as a as a club. Yeah, yeah. who they were, it was in a shambles to see. Mm. Like they embarrassed themselves yeah. as a club and reputation because their yeah. name of where they're from has got a really good reputation. Let's just say that the area. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, do you, so do you reckon then he was just like a. Do you reckon that they had a coach? COVID happened, he's gone. No, he's, he's their just coach. Been drafted in. So we, he was, we were meant to play him a couple of times league? last season. And uh, it kept getting. We it was all uh, over the winter last year. I don't remember last year. There's quite a lot of games just after Christmas called off. We had like a bad spell, and it was always them yeah. we would always get called off against. So we actually didn't play them once right. last year, and then obviously COVID hit. So we didn't play them once. So I'd been obviously you'd message to yeah. organise the game on whole game and stuff. So it was the same contact details. So I knew it was the same mm-hmm. guy, but uh, yeah, we never played him before. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately enough, we got to play him again. Right. And, and he, he doesn't look the type to. I don't believe he had his coaching badge. I really don't. I just the way he coached the way this I... was. He, and I've said this a lot of times: when you do a yeah. level one, it's uh, you know, say someone's just on the level one, and if you were to put ten training sessions on, and you put two coaches mm. just on the level one the week before, and eight who have done it a year before, you could spot them straight away. You would know. Do you know? He's, yeah. This guy had no foundation to his session. I mean, he did a twenty-five minute warm yeah. up, like a like a, they were knackered by half time. We took advantage of that fitness because <laughs> we, we our team are fit. Um, they were knackered, yeah. and I mean, who does that pre-game? I don't know. I mean, they're not Premier League athletes. The kids, yeah. they're fifteen. Yeah. All I could hear was, uh, what was oh, he saying now? Battle! Pat! Bat, like, literally, literally every five seconds, five, ten seconds, saying, battle, pass, battle, you're not battling. Every time someone had the ball at the feet, he would ask them to pass. What else are they going to do? Yeah, and it's... What, you let the kids play, man. You're, you're them asking them to do something they're already thinking, and so now they're second-guessing what they're doing. And you could see that the players weren't enjoying playing Amazing. for him. I think from... yeah. What as well, right? Because Indi- individually, they had some decent players. It's just that it was just a mess because he was shouting 
And because he's shouting and barking orders and getting frustrated, the yeah, players I mean, are we, we, we scored, and then it we was, scored a great goal. Um, and we kept it, the ball for a good five minute spell. We kept it at the back, built it forward, went back, and we scored from it. And uh, instantly, yeah, who was meant to be effing marking him? Who was effing doing? And one of the players turned around and just said, "Just shut the sorry for swearing." That's a 50-year-old lad telling the manager. If one of my players told me that, he would have been dragged off the pitch and would never be seen again in a shirt. Because, you know, we're not there to be disrespected. But but it shows that, and I've said it to my team, and I'll, I'll go into it in a minute, is, and we've talked about it a lot, is respect. The first thing I did when I took in was earn the respect. And, and it's not a case of gate. You don't go in there and say, respect yeah. me. You have to earn it. Earn their respect and then teach them yeah. how you as a You have to lead by example. And then they'll follow, and they yeah. do. And to be fair to my lads, it got heated at the end. There was potential a lot of fighting happening, could have ha- happened. The manager lost his head. He got in my face. Mm. And I must admit, I was close to losing my head. Because when someone's in your face and he's, yeah. he's barking over me at my team, a couple of the young kids, like yeah. Effin and Jeffin, and I just thought... Yeah. Yeah, and then he went, he said something Not to me, and I was just like... You know, one more maybe coming close to me, see him ready. And then, I, then I thought, like yeah, in my head, yeah, I was yeah. just like, "It's not because if I do that and I see red there, me and him have a scuffle." I've taught these lads not to do it for the last two years. They watch me do it now; They're, they'll never yeah. respect me again. Yeah, oh, you think you would have taken him? Or would he taken you? Easy. He would have took me. <laughs> no. Yeah, it just he just, just seen that type of thing. That's the perfect word because he was a night. Even afterwards, he came over and apologized and talked quietly. Yeah, well, he tried. Oh, did he? And yeah, and I said to him I at the time, "I have no interest at that point. Added. You've gone in kids' faces. You've gone at my. I have no interest in it. Like and all that. Oh, I, I promise this. Yeah, I swear yeah. on this. I don't care. I honestly didn't care at that point, but obviously I did my ankle and I couldn't really walk anywhere away from him. So I was just taking the next down and just chirping away. And I just said to him, like, you just embarrassed yourself. You've yeah, got yeah. no respect for anyone. And that's yeah. why that's happened, because yeah. you allowed that to happen. You, you, if anything, you initiated it by getting talking to your players. Yeah. See, that, that, that would annoy me even more. Like, forget, forget all the... All right, if we're, if we're arguing... And then I'm doing all that. Then that that's fine. But then for you to come to me after and to say sorry, didn't you? Yeah, that would wind me up even more. I think because you 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 know what you've done. But now you're trying to reason. Yeah, you're trying to reason with me about it. All they're trying to do there that point is stop like complaints going in, and because obviously you have to fill out all these yeah. forms, which is another long story I could go into. Because yeah. You still have to do all that. Oh, yeah, marked out of 10 to zero. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got to mark the referee. Obviously, it weren't an official referee, so you couldn't mark him, put comments in. Then it goes off. So, say, like, you mark a referee under 60 after a report. So, would your game be... Did you say that? I honestly don't know. I'm still trying to find out. I'm trying to find out a lot of things. I've I've, I've emailed in, but nothing back. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just getting... The thing is, a kid was struck... I've got... A photo of a kid was struck on the neck and grabbed. He's got massive red marks down his neck. 15-year-old should not have coming away from games like that. His mum shouldn't be like screaming, shouting, panicking that he's, you know, when being attacked. 
No, 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 nothing. With parents' point. Actually, I've said it to my parents as well. Like, don't get involved. (laughs) You can you can shout and and try and cheer on the right way. Just do it. And again, if you want if you want them, and I say dads because it's most likely dads more than mums. But I do have some mums that like to get involved and shout stuff. It's great. Talk to them before a game. If there's something I really want you to talk about or add on to that side of the pitch, which maybe they might not hear me and you do, so you relay it for me. Let's do that. But don't just try and coach from the side. Not a chance. What have any parent do that? You'd be gone. Yeah. You'd be watching from the car park. You're right. Right. So, let's move into a question then. So, um, and I, I know that this doesn't happen. So, but do you think that coaches prep before matches, uh, especially at grassroots level? So I know it happens at the top level, semi-pro level, but grassroots level. Do you reckon coaches do prep? Because if if this, for example, if this coach did do his prep and he did it effectively and properly, I guarantee that that scenario would situation wouldn't have happened. So that tells yeah, me have. that it, he, he didn't. Happened. Yeah, because it's a it's a do you it's reckon? a so it's the way you it's the way you behave. You can't prep for your own behaviour. No, I'm yeah, not, not being like, that. I mean, match wise. No matter if you so, prep, say for example, like in terms of tactics and did all that, but then still shouted and did the way he was on the side and moaned all game. It, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I prep. I, I do about ten different team lineups. I look at where I want to make subs if certain things are like different scenarios. I've got this. I got these uh, sheets from uh, what they called it, Team Sport Bed ARF.de. So a German company. Mate, I got about ten packs for about a fiver. And a mint double side. I I seen them on that yeah. Tottenham documentary. You know Mourinho. He's on his desk and he rips it off and he just throws it. Oh, in yeah, yeah. I, like, I need some of them. I found them. Yeah. I get, what, so what it's got it? like a, it? a pitch like, and on the side it's got like your notes. Oh. So you'd write your names on in the positions and stuff. Right, you can okay, mark like, tactics and write your subs and whatever. And you can just so like on one at the top one, I'll do like if we're not working defensively, how can I make changes in my notes? And then one I'll do attacking as well. Where can I make? How can, yeah. Would I change the formation? Do I change certain people in positions? So I do. I go into that after training. Yeah, I go into so quite a bit of detail. And then I look at it. I don't take it to the game. So my my because my I sh- I don't I shouldn't Why? be looking at paper I should be watching the game should be enjoying the game. No, yeah, because I think you do it all at training, and then my prep is like my ideas of what I would like to do, and and it's it's game scenario as well. You don't know how the game's gonna go, but that's just ideas. So I've got them in my idea, you know, in my head. But I don't think when it comes to the actual yeah. game day. I just like it to be natural. And if I if I think of something there that I want to do and change right there and then I'll yeah. do it. But most of the time, like you say, I, mm. the, there's thought behind it. I plant, like you say, I do I do a lot of planning. I do a lot of drawing of things out. I like to get it down on paper yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. And then after the game, I'll come on a Sunday, do all the report and I look at it and go, did I use any of it? And if I didn't, why well, didn't I? Or if I did, yeah. did it work? And I'll just like look at it and say, did I make the right decisions and stuff? Yeah. So... Just, to, just to, that's just me, like, yeah. Not trying to like rate myself out of ten or anything like that. Just saying, like, you no, but like, up to say that I, you're an amazing but coach. then I know next time not to do I'm that. Do and I've got yeah. it down to show that it didn't work that yeah, time. So yeah, maybe yeah. we need to work on that training, 
or it's just something maybe our foundation, mm. our tactics don't work towards, so we won't try it. See, I'm 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 sort of like on your wavelength, but I would anything that I've worked on in training, I would then bring forward to the match, and I would just for me, I would just say, right, um, we're going to take maybe two, three elements out of what we did this week. This is what I want to see during the game, and then we'll review it at half time. But I try and keep it as minimal. But say minimal, say you go into a game with this, we we want to do this and this. Two points get to half time; they're not being done. But you're in the game still, or you're winning one nil. Mm. You, you, but no, oh, it's yeah, not like yeah, going yeah, out, go out It's like flexible. Like sometimes that. them points or them certain things you've done don't fit. Like like the game we played on Sunday, we did everything we could. We've worked on for the last mm. ten weeks. Keep kept the ball well, passed, changed yeah. the tempo. So when we wanted to slow it down to get a breather, we we dictated that tempo. We slowed it down. We went back. And when we wanted to speed it up, we got the ball in behind. We we put the press on. We pressed high. We dictated it, and we've worked on it so hard. Yeah. Um. But the next yeah. week's game, we're playing a team in second, obviously at a minute, and they've always given us a good battle. But they're a mm. physical side. So the team we played on Sunday lost their heads because they were getting beat and they were getting outplayed. And yeah, they just the only thing they could see left to do was kick and punch. Frustration, the manager screaming at him. They all just built up, yeah. you know, not excusing it, but that's what it was. You know, you could say it was, was going to happen because, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, this team on every Sunday, are phys- every tackle's physical. Yeah. Always moaning, always down the referee's ear. Managers are the same, shouting from the sidelines. We know we're getting into a battle on Sunday. We didn't know last Sunday. That was just because, so yeah. we won't be able to maybe keep the ball as much. Maybe they might have the ball a bit. They're a good side. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, we've played so him multiple times. We know how to play against them. And, yeah, it might not be that. It's a case of we're at home, so we will dictate the tempo and we will put the press on and we'll play. And what? And what if that happen? If they dictate the play. So what they start dictating it? They go, say, say, for example, they go 1-0 up. We would never chase the game 10 minutes in. You're one trying one to chase the game. They then get What's the point in doing that and then tying yourselves out for the last ten, where the game's won and lost? Is and that's just that's just I think that's maturity of players as well, um, and the understanding of certain players. And I think that's why there's levels in leagues. And, and I mean, we're not the highest level, you know. There's but there's teams at the bottom of our league and teams yeah. at the top, and there's a big gap. And I think that what you've just said there is a case of understanding yeah, the game. Yeah. Going one nil down in ten minutes, losing your head, game over, or trying to yeah. chase the game, opening, cr- giving them even more space to play into, and then you two 0 three 0 down at half time, game's done. Mm. Or you you stay solid, you keep your foundation, you're trying to play your way. You get to half time, you have to at one nil, and you reevaluate it. But then you obviously, if you've planned oh, right and you've done what we've done, like we've spoke about, you'll you'll know what changes you make. I've got. You know, you've got your players on your bench. You'll make the effective changes you want. You know, and 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 when you are one nil, two, mm. and maybe you go two nil down, there's nothing worse than making five changes like some managers do. Get too many changes can make it worse. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Maybe yeah. just one change, even two, is good enough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so when you're um, so half time comes, how are you going through? I don't. 
first when half, it comes to half time, there's not a lot I like to time. say. I don't. I just. I just match days for me is just a kid's day. It's their day. Do you ever give? Do you ever give the players any responsibilities or roles or anything like that? So do you give them? So do you, do you ever get them to evaluate how the first? So half it, dep- it depends where they're at and what, what like like. how the game is. Are they, are they in the moment? Are they not? You know, like it. it yeah, all it's. That is, is factors of the day, and if you you come out, say they've just had a tough last five minutes, and they need a breather, and they just need to refresh mentally. That you know, that was a that's the wrong time to do all that, you know. So yeah, maybe more like start of season, pre season, yeah. But when it's competitive mm. football, and the, I just try and let them in, just have the drink, have the break, refresh, just tell them what's going well, and also tell them, look, here's a bit where yeah. it could be better. Not that it's gone wrong. Is it even if we're two 0 down? This is what's going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's why we're two 0 down, and here's how we're going to fix it, and then we're going to go back out there and do it, aren't yeah. we? And just get them all on your side, get them to believe you. You've got, to, you've got to be confident that what you're telling them as well can be done. You're not asking them for something that's unrealistic. You're not, you're not asking mm-hmm. them to go out there and perform a miracle. Just asking them to do what they're capable of doing, which they've done in training, so they know they can do it. And you're just giving them that belief. If you're winning as well. It's a yeah. case of going, right, are we comfortably winning where we can try something new or try different things? Or are we winning and it's a case of, right, let's not yeah. let this game slip. Let's be sensible. Let's do the right things. Let's, you know, keep it when we need to and up the temp. Let's dictate the play. Let, let us control this game. And it's a case of te- teaching them, well, not even telling them, yeah, teaching yeah. them at them points at certain games of what to do at what times. And how, like, not even how to do it, just say, this is kind of yeah. what we need to do. Go out and do it because you've trained already to learn it. You know it. So I'm not going to get there half time and say, right, I need you to do this, you to do that, and this is going to happen. I'm just going to say, look, this is what we need to do. You And they'll go out and go, okay, we, we know what we're doing because they've done it before. They've done it multiple times over and over at training sessions. And if you haven't been working on things at training, you can't then get to half time and say, this is what I want you to do. Cause they're not going to have a clue. So yeah. yeah, I think like you say, there's a lot of managers that, and you you might be one of them managers. And I think there's, I know a couple, like I'm really good friends with a couple. We'll, there must be four or five of us. I know that I really close me message all the time. How was your fixture? How was your game? But it's like, they all have yeah. different styles. One's got a clipboard. One comes with like a laptop bag, and I'm like, it's like yeah. Moisey at home doing his team talks and stuff. Right? Where I go, yeah, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I've always got a whiteboard got- and a marker pen. So if I needed to get it out, if I say what I'm trying to say yeah. isn't going across, or maybe someone's not understanding it as much, and they say, oh, Phil, I just don't understand that, I can get it out and I can visual because yeah. people learn differently. We said that visual speaking or demonstrating so you've got them so i always have it yeah. as an option i try not to get it out because i don't want to make things super confusing um but yeah i'll mainly use it say i've got a sub on a bench and i want him to go on and certain thing um yeah absolutely and just say this is what i want you to do this is where i want you to play in a way i don't want you going too far forward don't want you too far off just yeah just the basics like that i don't try to but there, there's like you say there is managers i know yeah. that will get at half time yeah. And won't talk about that first half. They'll just talk about what he wants them to do in a certain thing, or he wants what this one player. Look, we've been talking about you doing a through ball to him, and it, we've not tried it yet. We've only done it once, and I want another six in the second half. And it's like, well, if it's not worked, yeah. why are we going to still? But that's just 
so like you say, it's how you take these the level one, level two, yeah. all these courses, you wait for B, you wait for it. They're a guide of how to coach. They're not, mm. this is what you must do. And I think it's, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where the confusion is for a lot of people because they, they do it. And then I remember when I did my level one and it was like, right, this is how I've got to do it. And it was just like a few weeks in. And yeah, you have to do it your way like, because it's be it's like when you, you're learning to drive. Like you, you learn to pass a test. You don't learn to drive. Do you know? And then once you've passed your test, you learn a style of driving which yeah, you're comfortable with, how you are comfortable, and and that's that's the same with coaching. You learn how to pass exactly. the test. You pass the test, and then it's a case of using the things you know to pass the test to create your own style. That you're not going to do everything they taught you step by step yeah. every training session because it'd be too robotic, it'd be boring. The kids wouldn't have any interest. You've got to make it fun. You've got to learn the personalities. Some people like different things. You know, they all yeah, come in a different yeah. kit. You know, some will have you. I mean, I got a kid mm. in a, a Liverpool kit. I nearly told him to go home. Gee, honestly, shocking. But, you know, well, you've got all team, different man. types of, you know, oh, styles in a way. You know, someone likes Liverpool. It's a shocking style, shocking choice. Yeah. You know, the most random thing I've ever seen. But, random you know, it, we're laughing Holy a joke about it. So you've got to learn these different things and then you can laugh and yeah. joke and talk differently with different personalities and backgrounds and kids learn differently yeah, yeah. but that's a case of how passionate you are as a coach how far are you prepared to go to learn your players yeah. and to push them and make them better yeah I, I used to love when I used to coach I used to use um, just cones I used to space them out and I used to show them formation what attack looks like, what being solid at the back looks like, structures for um, patterns of playing and things like that. Yeah. Kids enjoyed it, actually, because I, I used to get them involved. So I would say half-time, say, right, guys, you, you're either down or you're doing well. You know, What can we now do to maintain what we're doing and or what do we need to do to try and score some more goals? And we used to all get... We, I used to get everyone involved, so we all used to get involved. And then come the second half, they all used to start implementing what we talked about at half-time and it was always good to see when you go from half-time into the game and them actually executing the plan um, and then going yeah. on to, to win or going on to get, you know, that draw or maybe even, but still doing what Yeah, doing. sometimes it's, it's good to have the kids' see, inputs. You know, like, um, if you know someone's in a good frame of mind and, and he's a good talker, yeah. when he gets to half-time, even at full-time, Get them, mm. ask them, what did you think? What do you think? And get them to talk. So yeah. sometimes the kids will appreciate being spoken to by someone of their own age who's just put, who's just been out there for ninety minutes and battled with them, rather than a thirty odd year old stood on the sideline who's just stood yeah. there and done nothing. You know that they, they've all run together. So let them yeah. give each other the praise they need. But yeah, it's it is yeah. it's different in it? each person. It's different. Everyone to their own. But as long yeah. as long as you do it in the right way. And obviously, we've just experienced the biggest wrong yeah. way ever last week. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to, because uh, we're gonna we're gonna come to a close soon. I wanted to give the people two tips on match day, two two high tier. But it's but it's, what, but it's a case of that's my style yeah, or someone else's style as well. Two tips. It doesn't matter. Two tips is. 
two tips. Two tips on match day, how to manage a game, what the coaches should be doing or could do. Because people will be listening thinking, right, that's some good information, that, but they need something to take from it. So give us Enjoy your first it. tip on what you should do. Match Just sit day. back. Pretty much sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, you should. You should. You should have done everything at training. So you should be able to go to a match day. The, the one thing I will say to a lot of teams out there, because we we play home and away, I hate going to a game. And you say hate as a player. I thought it used to annoy me. And it's not set up. I get there an hour and a half yeah. before. I set Pictures the nets up. Ready. Obviously, got help. Lizzie Mack, my assistant. Dream, respect barrier, areas for, you know, social distance areas, first aid area, corner flags, you know, get it all set up, clean, get ready. When they get there, it looks the part. They feel good about it. They want to go. Don't be still putting nets up with five minutes before kickoff. Yeah. It does my head in. Puts me in a bad mood. Yeah, but it's, you're not then planning, like, then like, and then I give them 15 minutes to just, you know, all they love doing is shooting before a game, don't they? Go and have 10 minutes, get it out of here. And then we'll have a little warm, we'll have a little yeah. chat and we go. We've done everything at training. I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to overcome. I like to be as simple as possible on a Sunday. Make it as easy as possible for them. And as easy, because then like you say, if I can just sit back on Sunday, I sat on a stepladder because my foot was a mess. I used to put the nets up on the crossbar. I just sat on there and I think for 20 minutes I didn't say a word. Because I didn't need to and I was enjoying it. I felt like I was a fan. Yeah, yeah I was a fan. And yeah. that if you can get to that point and you can be you like that, be it. like it. Sometimes saying nothing is better than screaming and shouting. Yeah, there was a couple of times we made mistakes. They didn't need telling. They all knew. Just let them get on with it and let them play. And just, if there's something they're not yeah, switched yeah. on to, if there's a gap in you know, on the pitch where we should maybe move the ball to. Yeah, input it. But tell the closest player to you and let them instruct it on. Sometimes you don't need to scream over to the left winger. You can do it if it's the right. Mm -hmm. You don't need to. You can pass that message across the pitch and then that shows you if, like, your team are communicating. But for me, two tips. Be ready early. Make make the kids get there with a bit of, like, yeah, everyone's ready to go. You know, they can get on with it. A new one is less is more. For me, yeah, I think that's the one thing I learned best is yeah, because when I was a player, I was more was more more aggression, more language, more shouting, make them afraid with your voice. Mm. Phil's ball, effing Phil's ball, you know, don't come near me. Yeah, you're gonna get it if you could. Like I was, you know, I would have hate to play against me. Yeah, it wasn't fun to play with. Um, yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed it, but. As a manager, imagine that off you. Because you, yeah, the game's changed as well. But yeah, if I'm an opposition player, a player like me, I'd hate it. So, but yeah, just less is more. Yeah. Actually, be ready. Tips, less is more. Yeah, be, oh, yeah, it's just the most restraining Bobby, thing. Be ready. That. Yeah, I can echo that, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in. Uh, two different tips. The 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 first tip I'm going to do is, gosh, I've got too many in my head. I think the first tip I'm going to put out there is team talk at the start. Um, with that with that in mind, positivity as well. Just being positive, being up for it. Because if you can change your mind, 
sometimes on a Sunday you wake up and it's raining and it's cold and you, players can be miserable and you're looking at you thinking, oh, Christ, you know, like, weather's horrible. But if you can get into that mindset of being positive from the start, when you see your players, you just shout, hey, you know, how you doing? And come on, you're up for it and this, that, the other and just be a bit cheesy. I think that does, that just lightens the load a bit, takes a bit of pressure off the players. So, so for me, the yeah. first bit is the positivity in the team talk to start off with. Um, that would be my that would be my biggest tip. Just no matter what, just be positive. Um, my second tip would be. Oh, what kind of, what kind of second tip? It's personal preference, like you say. Oh, this is hard. This I wish I'd have written this down. I shouldn't have asked. Yeah, positivity, and I just say, do you know what? Just engagement um, from the the parents. I'd say when I say engagement, I, I would prep the parents to you know, shout positives to the players and encourage them as much as possible. Clap when you need to clap. Um, shout up when you need to shout up. So so I would I would just say get the parents involved and shout encouragement. They're my two big tips as a coach. Interesting. Um, but yeah. No, you know what? You know what I do? Have you got any final words of wisdom? If any clubs do like classroom styles, training sessions, There is one, I'm not going to name the coach who told it me because I've been trying to get him on the show for a while and he's being ignorant, but I'll make sure he listens to this episode. There is a club that do do that, um, Ermston Medicine. So what they do is they have like a, um, like a, a team gathering presentation or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and what they do is they get the players in like once every quarter, once a month or something like that. And they go through like slides and, mm. you know, tactics and styles of play and this, that, and the other. So, be no interesting that, because something that I'm, I want to do, so what we haven't we'll got the facility to uh, do something about. Yeah, we'll not got facility, but like you say, I've, I've recorded some matches and times and yeah, I've yeah. done a bit on training sessions just to show them back, but you need a bit of a facility where mm. you've got like a project and you can show them. Like you, see, you can't just be forking out 50, 60 quid for a a hall yeah, just to do that. It's, I don't know, you need the facilities to do it, but I'd be interested in how many coaches actually yeah, go not... down that route, like a classroom style session rather than just getting yeah. the ball out. And Because like you say, kids learn in different styles, so that yeah. might be a good way for some teams to, to coach. Yeah. Yeah, to take some... We'll put that out there on the Twitter and we'll try and get some responses on that and see what people do, get some ideas. And then we might even try it ourselves and see what happens. But it's a, it's a good yeah. shout, that. Good good, good word of wisdom, that, Phil. I like that. I'm keen to get that out there and see what the people are saying. But apart from that, it's good to be back, man. We're going to do this more regular. We're going to get more content for you guys. Um, yeah. I've got some good ideas. I've got some good ideas. But apart from that, um, we'll, we'll just leave it and we'll say goodbye I love what you just said and I'll be the same <laughs> yeah I don't want either I just heard no it on problem. TV all the best guys stay safe as well we're all nice one Phil um, right yep all the best yeah. take care guys all the best yeah but um, no I'll speak to you soon son take it easy Don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter and Facebook at MGFC Podcast. 
you want to send us any voice memos, the email address is manchestergrassrootsfc at gmail.com. If you're hearing us through Apple, hit that five star. And if you're listening through Spotify, don't forget to hit that follow button. <laughs>